my friends, it's Ariana Pinar here, and this is my show, The REP Podcast. I mentor people from all over the world, guiding them energetically and emotionally to create lives that they're in love with. I love blending Eastern and Western practices, methodologies, and teachings to holistically bring together two halves of the whole, because we aren't one without the other. We're both. And as such, it's really important that we honor, respect, and tend to both sides equally. In this time together, we'll cover all things physical, emotional, energetic, and spiritual health to bring light onto subjects that could do with a little reframing and support in areas that could do with a little, well, judging. I'm mostly interested in the art of active surrender and I'm deeply fascinated with the many facets of human behavior and how one affects the whole. Join me as we explore the many aspects of holographic living, animism, and what it means to truly live in joy. Let's get into it. Hello, my friends. Welcome to an episode of the REP podcast. I'm your host, Ariana. It is so good to have you here today. I want to chat with you a little bit about perception. Now, recently I attended a masterclass about uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And whilst this podcast episode is not about that per se, one of the questions as part of our homework was all about our values, our values as humans, and then how we interlace those values in our life and or in our business. And it just got me thinking about one of the things that I value the most, and that is change and evolution. It's where I spend most of my money. It's how I spend most of my time is personally changing and evolving. And one of the most outstanding aspects of change and evolution for me is perception is my perception of the world. And whilst we believe as a human race that we are in control of our lives, which to a certain degree we are, of course, the only thing that we can change realistically is our perception. That's the first thing that changes so that we can go about and instigate and create change in our lives. Now, our perceptions are the way in which we regard, understand, or interpret something. They're subjective, and given the chance, naturally, they change all the time because we are ever-evolving. Now, I'm assuming that because you are here listening to this episode on this podcast show, that you are also interested in change and evolution. There are a lot of people in the world that don't believe that this is something worth noting. They don't believe in change or evolution. It hasn't even crossed their cognition. They don't even know that it exists. And that is totally fine. It is not our job to convince, justify, or try and enroll someone in this process. You're either there or you're not, or you're not there until you are there, right? So what we perceive and believe today can change in the blink of an eye. 
rendering that same belief irrelevant or moot tomorrow or even in the next second. Here's an example. I was chatting to a friend the other day and I was telling her how whenever my husband and I go out for a cup of coffee, he he doesn't assume what my coffee order is going to be. He always asks me, hey, babe, what do you want today? And this very specific memory I have of us being in a group of friends and him asking me that question. And one of the guys in the group looked at him and said, oh my gosh, how do you not know your wife's coffee order? (laughs) And he looked at me and I responded saying, well, it changes every day because I'm changing every day. So we can't assume that because someone wanted something the day before that they'll want it tomorrow. And this is just a very silly example but it highlights how easy it is just to make a different choice or change the way we think, what we believe, what we want. I don't think we give enough space to these evolutions or these changes um, in our lives. We don't allow them enough. We choose one thing and think that we've chosen that one thing for life. We almost box ourselves in And that's what I want to discuss here today. I want to discuss how easy it is to change our beliefs and our perceptions and what happens if we don't. What happens if we don't allow ourselves that freedom? Well, I'll tell you what happens. (laughs) We find ourselves in a situation where we actually identify with and get stuck in any one of those perceptions. And by doing that, When we're in that rut, when we get stuck in that belief pattern, we forget to reassess and recalibrate. And then we find ourselves living in something that isn't our truth. It's outdated. Yeah. So if you are devoted to evolution and change, then the obvious choice would be to constantly seek out evolving. So the question that I have for you today is, do you value change firstly? And can you honor the changing tides within yourself and within others? Now, if impermanence is a natural law of the universe, you know, we see this unfold effortlessly in nature. Things change all the time. Everything is impermanent. Nothing is permanent then why would we assume that we are any different because we are nature? So if we apply those same laws of impermanence of change to our thoughts and our ideas and our ways of living and being and thinking and relating, then it would be the most natural thing to evolve a change. We would most naturally change our belief systems bearing in mind new things that we've learned that day, new insights, new downloads, new stimuli that occurs from a moment-to-moment basis, we would change effortlessly. And yet, because our ego is involved in this process, we use words like always. I always drink a cafe latte. I never drink an espresso. How do you know? You're applying these words. These words are not just words, right? You're applying these worlds to your belief system, which may be outdated or untrue. And like I said, I'm 
using a coffee example as something that's relatively minute in the scope of things, I'm using that purposefully to demonstrate how we can change our desires, our wants, our beliefs very easily if we choose to, if we value evolution and growth. Yeah. So if you want to consciously create a different life for yourself, you will be required to untangle from unconscious belief patterns that you're not even aware of yet. Start to notice where in your life you use the words always or never. Even if you don't say those words out loud, do you use those words to constrict what's possible for you? I could never do that. Oh, I always find myself in these situations. Yeah. Take it from the manifestation of it, like the coffee example, and then draw it closer to you, to what you think about yourself, your abilities. And notice if you're using those belief systems that are so deeply entrenched in your unconscious to rule your life and therefore constrict your creativity. I'm going to give you another analogy here. Imagine you are untangling a necklace, a beautiful, golden, glistening, petite and elegant necklace. Okay, we've all had those moments where we want to put that necklace on and we realize that there are knots in the necklace and it's tangled all up in on itself. And we have to go through a process of untangling or unkinking or unknotting. Is that a word? (laughs) Untangling the knot in the necklace. And so piece by piece, you loosen the delicate threads so that you can reveal the glistening golden remains, right? And this takes time and patience and effort. And we have to pour our energy and our love and our focus in on this task. Whilst we're doing this, we are envisioning wearing the necklace. We're envisioning the necklace on ourselves, not free, kink free. And that in turn gives us the patience and the focus to see it through. Now, translating that analogy into our lives in the untangling that is our perceptions, we have to tend to our nervous system in a way that allows for the evolution and the growth, and that requires the same amount of patience and focus. Now, paradoxically, it looks on the outside like we're doing less. Imagine yourself slowly untangling this necklace. You're not moving much, and yet... There's a lot of focus going into the untangling. It's the same thing when we're untangling our beliefs and our patterns, right? It doesn't look like we're doing a lot on the outside, but internally we're breaking down barriers, walls, 
perhaps even belief systems that have existed as part of our lineage for generations, doing less doesn't necessarily mean you're doing less. It just means it's not visible to the naked eye. In effect, what you're doing is intentionally directing your own perceptions, you're changing your perceptions of what has occurred, what is occurring, and what you want to occur. And you're moving all of that, these different timelines, different time streams, different perceptions. You're moving it into the place that you actually want to go, leading yourself and not being led by someone else's narrative. And also when I say someone else, I can also mean our own internal programming, which came from someone else's narrative, but still in this case. So if you focus on the knots in the necklace, how many there are, how, it's, how long it's taking to undo, all you're going to get is more knots, more frustration, more distress. And the same goes for life. If you concentrate on all the things that you don't want, on all the things you don't have enough of, you're going to create more of that. We have to change our perception. Instead of looking at what you don't have, glass half full, half empty, you could look at what you do have, glass half full. Now, this sounds like something we've all heard before. It sounds just like positive thinking, but it's not. It's, it goes much deeper than that. It's not just about looking at something and then just changing your mind. I'm, I'm t- talking about changing your belief systems about the thing. I'm talking about softening, about allowing yourself and others in your life to live whatever it is that they're going through without judging them or trying to label them or put them in a box. I'm talking about you doing you, focusing on yourself and your own perceptions, getting to work on breaking down your own belief patterns that are no longer serving you so that you can move from that place and consciously create your life from a place where your truest desires are made manifest. By doing that for yourself, you inadvertently do that for others. This is going to create a world where there's less judgment. There's less, there is less gossip. There is less backstabbing. There is less unkindness and more kindness. Freedom to allow people to do what it is that they want to do and to change their minds as often as they need. Not only need, but as often as they desire. Just the same way as I change my mind every single time I go out and grab a coffee. And so to close off this episode, I want to ask you a couple of questions that you could use to start your own process of untangling. So firstly, Do you have a wild yet clear vision of where you want your life to go? In other words, can you see yourself wearing that glistening golden thread around your neck? Secondly, are you prepared 
to detach from your perceptions entirely so as to assess whether they are your truth still. This requires for you to completely release the ego and identity from the ego. Those two questions. Two very deep questions. And I truly believe that you will be presented with opportunities to work through these unravelings in your life. You just have to be aware, vigilant, watch the stories in your mind, watch the words that you either use to explain things to others or even the words that you use internally to speak to yourself. And then step by step and bit by bit, you will be presented ways in which you unravel from ego identities that are keeping you small. That will take courage. It will take devotion and commitment. But it's all in the name of growth and evolution. And circling back to the beginning of this episode, if you are devoted to evolution, if that is one of your values, then it will require the disintegration of your ego. But not in a bad way, in a really beautiful way, because from that death, you rise from the ashes like a phoenix. Mm. So my friends, I would love to hear from you if this is something that you're working with or through, or if you need any support, please, as always, feel free to hit me up. This is pretty much my life's work. It is one of the most deepest values that I hold for myself and also for my clients. And I really hope that these very simple yet profound prompts can support you towards your deepest desires, shattering anything that is not in service to your most evolved best self. I cannot wait to hear from you and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye for now. You might consider hiring a coach to support you in this unraveling. It might speed up the process, but it may also lighten the process up for you as well, because going this alone is not only lonely, but sometimes it can be a bit confusing too. If that sounds like something you'd like to explore, please check out my offerings on my website or feel free to DM me on Instagram. I've also got a really magical mentorship brewing. This is my life's work. I am so excited to be creating and crafting this offering. It is all about going deeper than anything else that I've ever offered before, but I'll only be offering it to my list. So it's a personal offering to those who are currently on my newsletter list. And if you are not on my list, then please join the list now so that you can be notified as and when it's ready to birth.